This is Gospel Radio at its very best. 88.1 K-A-Y-T Praising the Lord. Come on, church. Make some noise in this place. Greetings. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress. Question, Lord, why so much pain? But He knows what's best for me. Although these weary eyes they can't see. But I say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I, I won't complain. It's been good to me.
Just in case you didn't know, now I want you to hear this now. Pay attention to what I got to say now. There's joy in Jesus. There's peace in Jesus. 
that's endurance in Jesus, that's patience in Jesus, long-suffering in Jesus. Keep that in mind now. Keep it in mind. I thank God for our baptized you this day. <clears throat> I want to say what Reverend West said is, is most preachers scared to say that, but it's backed up with scripture 100%. When God or Daniel baptized you and fill you, you can't sin. Boy, boy, Lord Jesus. It's in scripture, y'all. I can stand on it. I can brag on that. That's one of the things I can brag on. It, you fix. You fix. Parabolically speaking, I'm just a servant of God. I can't boss Christ. I can't beat him at no point. I can't do nothing. I'm not even a snag on his tiptoe. He's all power. He's all knowing, huh? All understanding. He got everything. God wouldn't uh, vainfully do any work on this earth. Whatever he do it, he do it eternal. And I thank God for you today. It's a blessing. You know, I, I, I don't know. I think people think, you know, I'm really off. I say that sometimes, but they really think I'm off for the things I say and do uh, that's contrary to the secular society. It ain't common sense with the regular people. But with God, it make plenty of sense to me. Make plenty of sense to me with God. Uh, we do things every day. We got people in positions every day. And we got people know how to govern. People don't know how to govern people. We got people that really love Jesus and got people just talk about Jesus. I, I, I know y'all didn't want me to say that, but uh, I'm just, you know, laying it out because uh, we need to know that. It's got people that's, well, do what the governor of the United States say do, but Jesus say do this, they tell I ain't there yet. I can't do that shit, I ain't there. Why? The first law was given was given by God. When the Egyptians said their laws in place, y'all listen to me. When they said their laws in place, uh, that was the Egyptian law, that wasn't God's law. That was for the Egyptian. When the Jews made their laws, that's for Jewish people. So Jesus come, that's why they called him a blasphemer. Jesus came by telling them what to do, and they said, man, you done broke the laws of Moses. What's wrong with you? And I, I say to myself, I said, I wonder how smart they were. They said he broke, the, he broke the laws of Moses. Who you think gave Moses the law? <laughs> God, help us, Jesus. Help us, Lord Jesus. We're going to look at you this morning. Thank you, Mission. Uh, thank you, Shermai, for that song. It, it means something. Thank you, Charlotte, for the ending. It means something to me. Yeah, it means something to me. And I, 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 I can't tell it all. Sometimes I don't, I get bogged up. I get so deep in this stuff, and I, took, I get balled up because uh, people just don't understand just how God works in individuals. What do you do for individuals, not just a church? And I'm, I'm honored for him, whatever he do, I'm honored. To all the ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ, to God be the glory. The Holy Spirit, our keeper, our advisor, to all these preachers here today, and all the people that share laities today, we thank God for you. You're honored today. I'm going to talk to you today briefly.
by something I want you to be careful about. And we're going to talk about judging not. Judging not. I find that in the church that folks like to judge in the church. See, everybody can't say what I say because they're afraid somebody's going to jump them. I don't care who jumped me. You, you know, uh, judging. We, we judge too much in the church. In the world, people come up to you and say, you can't do this. Who, who told them you couldn't do it? You, what you judge? You prejudging me and don't even know me yet. Yeah, you see Lazarus again in the resurrection. He say, I am the resurrection and the life. Huh? Yes. You can see him right now. What you waiting on? Now, right now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things what? Not seen. Let us read right briefly. Seventh chapter, St. Matthew. One through six verse. And this is what he said. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. Please listen. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thine brother's eye? But considers not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say unto thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, hear me, a beam is in thine own eye. Now watch what Jesus said. This Jesus teaching, I didn't write this. Jesus said, Thy hypocrite first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thine brother's eyes. We're going to stop there. We're going to stop there. My God, my God. And I say again, judge not. Judge not. Judge not. Listen at what the words say. Jesus said, the word spoke out of itself. Right here. That's what you mean by speaking out of itself. The words say what the words say. And I know that sounds silly, but the words say what the words say. And ain't nothing you can do about it. He said, now this to the believers in Christ Jesus. This to the house of faith, the household of faith. This is what the Bible says. Stop telling other people what they can't do or who they not. How you know? Before you take off trying to tell other folks what to do, you ought to be doing If I'm telling you how to do something, then I ought to be able to show you by precepts and example what you need to do. Not just out the mouth. See, mouth be easy. It's a beautiful thing to talk out the mouth. But when you can put the action there, faith come hunt with work. Judge not. Now watch this. That you be not judged. Ooh, Lord. That ought to just put an eager in us to never say anything out of place. Judge not that you don't have to be judged. Isn't that amazing? You tell somebody how low down they are, how no good they are. Watch this now. Somebody going to come and make you mad and tell you how low down no good you are. 
then your mouth going to be 65 foot out, huh? Without a cause. Without a cause. You singing and keep noise, you tell me to shut up, but why don't you shut up? Judge not. That you be not judged. Watch this. The Bible tells me, now watch this, we're talking about the family of Christ. We're supposed to be in harmony every day. That's according to God's word. We're supposed to stay in harmony all the time. We're supposed to have a good fellowship one with another. No doubt about it. We're supposed to feel each other's pain. We're supposed to be so close together. Now watch this, then, then you hurt my feeling. Same thing that ain't true about me. Somebody gonna come and hurt your feelings. And it's going to, what they're going to do the same way you give it, you're going to have to receive it the same way. And you're going to be faithful. You ain't going to be crooked or nothing. You're going to be righteous. And somebody's going to come lie on you and do you evil. That's what the word's saying. Don't judge nobody. You won't have to be judged. And the Bible way of doing things, he said, if a brother, Galatian, I believe, if a brother be able to take it in a fault, Ye which are spiritual, now watch this. Ye which are spiritual, you which are holy, you which are mature, you which are grown. Go to that brother, that sister, and restore them back to where they was in the beginning. That's what the Lord said. It's time out for the church to be finding faults in people. You got to look for the good in every human being on this earth. If I'm already a, a, a wicked, undone man, why are you putting more weight on my shoulder? It make me hard to repent, refrain from what I'm doing. Show me where I could be great. Show me if I go to Jesus, he can wash all my sins away. That's what we ought to do. Instead of putting me in a category. The Bible said, don't judge. You won't have to be judged. But what we often do, and Luke 6 and 37 say, judge not, and you shall not be judged. Watch this. Condemn not. And you shall not be condemned. Watch this. Forgive, and you shall be what? That's the church, y'all. This Jesus teaching the church. We got to know how to forgive. We know how to know how to forget things that cause friction between us. We got to throw that in the ditch and let it go in some running water so it don't never return back to you no more. Because most of you, well, me, I'm going to say, I can't say most, but me, I've been in things in my life where I don't want to see it more, don't even want to hear about it. You shouldn't either. You shouldn't either. You see how the world do, they'll bring up stuff. You run, if I run for a public office now, they'll go back to 1950 when I was ignorant and silly and put something on me to shame me to get out the race. When I wasn't even saved, they're going to put something on me to make me look bad so I won't have to get in the race. But lo and behold, the eyes above is looking down on them. I don't care who you are, what position you hold, God looking down on you today. And you're going to have to reap what you sow. I promise you that. That's God's way of doing it. You're going to reap what you sow. He, he went on to say, for with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. Watch this. And with whatever measure you meet, it shall be measured to you what? Again. Again. Lord Jesus. I tell people 
all the time. You know, when you go to these lunch counters, some people, you go to some of these lunch places, and you get there, you get all you want. I mean, you pay a little bit, you get all you want. And you go back and back and back again. Watch this. And then you go to some cafeterias, and uh, you get one time, and they give you so much in that city, if you go back, you might have to pay more. Watch this. What I'm saying to you, once we come in Christ, then we go back. Refrain from Christ and go back. It's going to be harder for you to get back to where Christ had you in the beginning. It's going to be double hard. You're going to pick up seven more bad spirits. And it's going to hurt you. You're going to be struggling. This is why we struggle a lot sometimes. Not that you're not a Christian. Because if Christ makes you a Christian, you're a Christian. But what it is, we put things on us. Y'all ever heard of a geese or a duck? Duck can be muddy with dirt. He can be muddy with dirt. But when he, so and so time, he just, all he do is do this look. He shake it off. And he be clean again. That's all we go. See, the, the, the sin can't penetrate. That's what their brother was saying. Sin ain't going to penetrate your spirit. It'll jump on your shoulder and ride you why, try to break you down. But it can't penetrate. God got you. If sin can re-penetrate you, God got to do his work again. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. I wish you understood the word of God. It bothers me when I hear preachers in, in pulpits and stuff talking about Satan going to get you. Satan, the Bible tells me you're going to be tempted. My preacher, you're going to be tempted. But be a good cheer. I overcome. You're going to overcome the same way. We don't believe that. I don't know why we don't believe that. If Jesus beat the system, we can beat it. And Luke 6 and 41 say, watch this. Why beholdest thou the moat that is in thine brother's eye, but perceive not the beam? Good God Almighty. When I go out to witness, my sister and my brother, my report, according to the Bible that I read, I got to have a good report in the church and a good report in the street out there. People have to know and understand when they see me coming, it, 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 they say anything, do anything to you, that's me disrespect. But when they see you coming, so they rail you, you, you're doing good. Y'all didn't know that, did you? Y'all didn't know that. You done did good when they said that rail. You done did good. You're fulfilling the promise Jesus made. They see the glory of God in you. It ain't the rev. It's the glory of God that's inside of you that caused them to see God's glory. And you see, the rev. A deacon Smith. That's all that is. But we try to make church so hard. I got to wash my shoe, got to clean my toenail, got to go get to the place and get a toe wax or whatever, whatever y'all talking about. Everything, put everything on us and we became how to stand up. We told them so much load and rules and regulation instead of just accepting Christ as Lord and Savior and giving praise and honor everything you do everywhere you go and God gonna honor you. No, we, we got other ways, avenues we want to go out of. He, he tells us, don't judge. And if you judge, you're going to be judged. He said, whatever, how you treat people, uh, men, you on, out, we out in the desert area. 
and both of us hungry. Yes. I got one piece of meat. I give you a little teensy piece of meat. And I take the big portion of it. Okay, now I go on, and then one day when you don't be the God gonna bless you for being obedient and honest. One day I'm gonna be out and where I ain't got nothing and somebody else got something, and they're gonna give me a teensy piece of meat. And they're gonna take the rest of it. You gotta watch how you Operate with people. Watch how you give with people. Watch how you give in the church. Watch how you give your fellow brother, your fellow man. Watch how you honor. Watch how you respect people. It's going to come back to you. Glory to God. I'm not a material possessed person, but I, I say this. If I'm driving my car and you all greased up, listen to me good. Don't lay on my car. <laughs> I had to pay $15 to get that wax and wash. Don't do that. Whatever God give you, be a good steward over it. It ain't that you're trying to be no kingpin or nothing. Just be a good steward over it. I remember when we didn't have anything. And the Smith family was known by my daddy. He come down the road, they said, they come change for a dollar. He was rallying. Every screw was loose almost, just rallying. But this is what God wants us to know. We got to be careful now how we entertain strangers. Maybe what? Angels unaware. He said here, he said here, and why beholdest thou the mote that is in thine brother's eye, but considers not? What? Come on now. The beam that is in thine own eye. My eyes so full of evil until I can't see nothing on myself. I got so much of me in me. I'm so much a selfish. I'm so selfish of myself, who I am, until I can't even see my brother, who he need or what he need or what he want. I can't even see it because I'm tied up in self. The Bible tells me, it's the brother, if thy brother, that Christian brother, ask thee for thy coat, give me your cloak also. This is what I hear church folks say, he better go buy one. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to be real with it. I, I ain't going to front it. I ain't going to fake it. This is what the book say. That's the book. That's what we're going to be judged by. We got all kind of excuses why we don't do this, why we don't do that, why we don't do that. If, if somebody come to you in, in need, try to help them. If you can't help them, call somebody else. See, can they help them? Please. This is what God requires of us. If we can do that, we're going to please the Lord. And we're always looking for things in other people, the bad parts in other folks. Why you can't get in the mirror? Look yourself down first before you go look somebody else down. What's wrong with that? I'm telling you how to dress, and I got one sock on and one sock off. That a dang good sense. Come on now, y'all. Come on. I'm telling you how to talk, and I ain't done nothing but splitting verbs. I'm saying 
the Bible tells us, Matthew 10, chapter Matthew 14 and 15, verse 7, and whosoever shall not receive you, watch this, nor hear your words. What words? The words God gave you. The words God gave you. When ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Look, it's too much church foolishness now. I got to make you do something. I got to tell you every day to do what the book already told you to do. That don't make sense. This is what the book telling me. Smith, stay with the word, stay in the word, and be the word yourself. When you give the word, stop trying to push it in people. Give it to them going about your business. Because you can't change nothing you anyway. And all you're going to do is make mess. Y'all didn't know that either. Oh, you're going to do it make me. I, I ain't going to make you sing. Womanly queen right here. <laughs> Ever since we were little children, I used to tease her all the time. I said, go ahead, let Sam cook. That's, that's my girl. I said, go ahead, let Sam cook. And, and, and she sang. She sang with everything in her. She sang with the joy. This ain't just something popped on her to make her do things. That been in her. That was instilled in her. You see, when, 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 when I see her, when I see her sing or something, I say, go ahead, cook. Go ahead, my girl. You know, th these things, the law wants us to enhance people to do things better. Enhance folks. If you see somebody struggling, can't hardly make it, go help them. Help them so you can receive the same blessing. You need that blessing. I don't care how rich, how pretty, how ugly you are, you need a blessing still. You still need a blessing. You still need a blessing. See, you got to see other folks' condition as well as you see yourself. And if you see yourself first, then you know how to govern yourself with other people. When Solomon became king of, king of Judah, Israel, Solomon said these words. He said, Lord God, I know how you and my daddy were. You did good to my daddy. Some way, somehow, everything my daddy asked you, you did it for him. And I, what I need to do, I need you to Help me, empower me to judge rightfully among my people. I want to say the right thing, do the right things at all times. I want to know how to go out and come in, how to come in to my people, and we all be happy and joyful and peaceful. That, that, that's, that's some of me. That's some of me there. I like to be happy all the time. I like to be happy. God didn't give us a sorrowful spirit. He gave us a joyful spirit. When, and, and just for an example, for an example, if I'm, I'm a ball of sports person, when my main, when what it is, when my main started dribbling the ball and hit a 30-footer, I jump up off the couch. And hooray, automatic. Don't nothing tell me to jump. I just jump up. I'm rejoiceful. I ain't crying when he hit that shot. I wanted to just game tired and hit that shot. I ain't gonna go get under the bed. I'm going to be hollering, hey, did you see that? And almost knocked Faye down. Faye, you seen that shot? He went between his legs and he shot it. That's the spirit God wanted us. Sometimes we see people really go off for God and really get into God's spirit, get into them, start motivating them. We say, well, he didn't have to, she don't have to clown. She's just trying to show off. You just don't know what some people been through, though. You don't know what some people been through. Because they can't do enough. They can't do enough to try to glorify God, the Father. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know where they're going. 
You don't know the problem they're having right now. So you, when you see them rejoice, rejoice with them. Rejoice with them. This God will do anything. Rejoice with them. So very I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than that for that city. When they refuse the word of God, when they refuse Jesus Christ, refuse the word of God, and they want to raise hell against you because you're trying to tell them the truth, the, the Bible says, get out of there. And it says, they're they going to be, look, Sodom and Gomorrah ain't nobody lit no match. Y'all hear me? God burned them to the ground for evil and deceitfulness. He burned it to the ground, the cities. And they couldn't do nothing about it. Because they got wicked and evil and low down and trifling. And God burnt the city to the ground. And he going to do it today. We just don't see it because he got so much mercy, Kathy. God got so much mercy. We get by with a lot of stuff. We th- well, forgive me, Lord. We don't get by with it. We think we get by with it. Yeah, we think we done got by with it. And then, but it's coming up again. And it's going to pile up on you. Better hurry and shake it off. Then it's going to start piling up on you. And once it's going to pile up on you, see if you put a little wood on a fire, you have a little blaze that still warm you, still work its purpose. But when you put a plenty of wood on the fire, Lord, the fire get up where everybody can see the fire. And everybody's going to be able to look on your calamities. So you have to, what you've got to do is just make sure you stay with the Lord, stay humble and submissive, even to the will of the Father which is in heaven. Or how would thou say to thy brother, watch this. Let me pull out the moat out of your eye. Let's stop there for a moment. If I'm truly a Christian, a believer in Christ Jesus, I got to be aware of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I got to be, I got to know without a shadow of a doubt that when I go to you and tell you to do something, I ought to be showing a good sign. You ought to see some light. If you don't see no light in me, you're going to reject me before I start coming. Am I right, brother? You're going to automatically reject me. When you see me coming, you know how we do sometimes when people, we see people coming to the house. Y'all, y'all ain't going to confess it like I do. We see people coming to the house, look. And we do this, we cut the switch off, look. No light. Cut the light switch off and lock the door. And when they be knocking, you be peeped out that curtain. Don't want to see them. Because I got to get the moat out of my own eye before I go and get it out of somebody else's eye. If I can do that, it's going to please the Lord. See, this, this, this is what I tell people. Stop going around here hurting yourself by what you did three weeks ago. Take everything to God in prayer. Go in the closet. If you don't want nobody to hey, go in the closet. Go in the backyard or somewhere. Go in the garage and tell, empty your heart to God. Empty your heart to God. And he'll clean you up right there. Then when you come back out, People say, now what are you into now? I see something strange about him. It sure is. The Holy Ghost and got him. The Holy Ghost renewed him and empowered him, and now he's ready to correct you. Then that's getting the mold out your own eye first. Then you can come and help somebody else. What Jesus did to the 12, he taught them then. 
And when he got ready to go, he breathed on them and blessed them, anointed them with the power of the Holy Spirit. And what he did, he said, well, I got to go now. Watch this. Now it's time for me to go now. He said, they're going to do me bad, cut me, slap me, hit me, spit in my face. Peter said, not so. Good as you've been to me. Good as you've been to me. Better not nobody ever come up there to my food with you. And this is what he did. They came at him, Peter, what he did. Took his sword. He's going to protect what built him. He's going to protect what trained him. Everybody ought to be able to do that. The Holy Spirit that teaches us every day of our life, we ought to stand in the Spirit every day. Be, let God be our shield. Let God be our buckler. Let him protect and shield us from all hurt, harm, and danger. And we don't have to worry about nothing. God's going to do it. The battle ain't mine now. It belongs to God. So I need to pull out the mold out of my head first, right? Then I can pull it out or help somebody else to get it out of their eye. But first, get it out of my eye. Is that real Christianity that Jesus teaches? Is that real Christianity? This real here. This real Christianity right here. Because uh, that's what we need to be as servants of Christ Jesus. We don't need to be lords over people. Just walk in the light as they're in the light. The Bible teaches me, he say, if, if, if you've been lit up by God, you're walking in the spirit of Christ, you can go where no believers in the house is. Not one, not one believer in the whole church and light the whole church up. You see the power in Christ? When you receive that anointing from God, I don't care where you go. You can go anywhere and everybody that's around you is going to see that light shining. And I promise you this, that's going to be that defense that God has already set up for you. Even you got enemies that want to come and tie you apart. The, Javis said they fell at the stomach and fell at my feet. You ain't got to do no fighting. Just let God handle the job. They're going to fall at your feet, I'm telling you. They come to tie you down, don't worry. Smile, keep going. Thank you, God bless you. They're going to fall at your feet. God set that program up. I didn't set that up. I, if I set it up, I said, you mess with me, I'm going to hit you in the head with something. You know, the Lord said, no, hold your peace and let me fight your battle. Then I learned to listen to God. And by listening to God, it just rejoiced me. I look at conditions now in my life, condition what I come through, and I say, Lord, I just thank you. I just thank you. I was listening to my brother yesterday. He was giving a testimony how God delivered him, how God sent the angels and delivered him when nothing else could exist. Car wreck, couldn't get the door, the power, and everything, and said, the angel of God. They couldn't get out of the car, car caught a fire. The angel of God, he seen it with his eye, just come and just grab the door, pull the door, went to the other side, grabbed the door. It was binding up, all twisted up, pull the door open. They got out. Then they looked around. They had to cross the highway and the freeway. Car just, just you know how it is on 190, yeah. I-20 and all that, I-55. Car just shooting like I don't know what. See the lady stood out there in the street like this. Star, car stopped in every direction. I said, Lord Jesus, thank you. Now tears started coming to my eyes. I said, because people don't believe that God can send an angel. He said, watch how you entertain strangers, maybe angels unaware. It just stopped. 
and time to, the time the lady got out the street, she disappeared. So God help me, Jesus. What's wrong with our people? We can't see clear what the Lord is trying to tell us. He's with us, but we got to do according to his will. He's with us every day. He's waiting on you right now to do something, pass a decree in your spirit that you want him to take care for you. Just by believing and have faith and walk in the word. But then there's those that we're coming to close. Then also there are those. Listen to me good. Thou hypocrite. First cast out the being that big tree. That wall our president want to build. Tear down first. Then meet Jesus on the Damascus Road. Let Jesus knock you out. Don't you fall out and let him knock you out. And then let him take your cup and empty your cup. Then your same cup, don't you throw your cup away. Same cup, when, you, when he tell you to empty, you pour everything out of your cup. Then you hold your cup up. You remember Peter and John at the gate, huh? Sieve and gold have I none, but such as I have I give unto thee. The cup went up, didn't it? Well, Jesus said, I got something you never had before. He'll fill your cup. And when he fill your cup, good joy. You start drinking. Elijah tell you about that. And start drinking, your cup won't get empty. You start cooking, your meal bag won't get empty. Every time I take something out, some more come in. That's what God does, y'all. That's what he does for us. He just keep on doing it. The more we look to him, the more we look to him, the more he do for us. He said, get the being out your own eye, and then shall thou see. What? Now, I don't care how, is this scripture telling me regards to how bad I am, if I can get my, let the Lord Jesus clean me up, I can see clearly how to treat my brother, huh? Yeah. I can see clearly how to treat my brother. I can see clearly how to speak to my brother, my sister. I can see clearly how to fellowship, how to show joy in my life and not sorrow. What well, we as Christians, why are we sorry? It should be an everyday rejoicing thing in our life. It should rejoice so much in our life. What the man done for me. You know, I look at it, I mean, I'm personal. I look at it, well, this well, I'm finna say this. Tough to say, though. My sister, the one that passed Lottie, she's way more righteous than I was. And she went on home with the Lord. And I think about it all the time. And me, a hooligan like me, like I was, and the Lord still got me here. Amen. I think about that. There ain't wasn't no good works now. I'm telling y'all, wasn't no good works that I was doing. But God said, I guess this is how he said, see, that hard-headed rascal, that I'm going to keep him here a while and see what he's going to do. I'm going to teach him a little something. I'm going to put him through Becker's Valley, let him go through some stuff, and then I'm going to see will he wake up. Because he want to sleep all day and all night. But I'm going to let him wake up and come to himself, and then I'm going to see what he's going to do from here to forth. But as we come to a close, it says, it says this, And then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mold out of thy brother's eye. It didn't say don't, take, don't tell your brother to help your brother. It didn't never say don't go and 
uh, witness to other brothers. It didn't say nothing that in the scripture. It said, but it's clean yourself up. Then go help others to be clean also by the word of God. Say this word that I placed in you will stir up. It'll heat up and it'll pick up. This word here, that's what it does for us. And in Proverbs, Old Testament, ninth chapter, seven through eight verse. This is what it said. He that reproves a scorner getteth to himself shame. Otherwise. And he that rebukes a wicked man getteth to himself a blot. Watch this. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate you. But a wise man, and he will love thee. Now, can I should I break, come on, break down a little? I'm telling you about Jesus, and you're telling me about something else. You don't want me to tell you what to do, but you want to tell me what to do. And you want to get on me and scorn me all the time. Get on me. Literally, get on me. He said, don't, the Lord said, don't take no part in that. You better than that. Don't listen to this foolishness. You go on and do what God told you to do. Stay where he got you at, and he going to bless you double. And he going to make me fall at your feet. You can't do that. The Bible said don't do that. You ain't wise. Don't try to reprove him. Deacon, if your head hard and you don't want to listen, please listen to this. I'm talking about what the scriptures say. Proverbs, it's in Proverbs 9, 7 and 8. It says, reprove not a scorner. Don't worry yourself with that man, that woman or whoever. Then you're going to make them hate you. They're going to start hating you. Because they don't want you to tell them nothing. Oh, y'all didn't see that. They don't want you to tell them. They're going to hate you. They're going to despise you. They ain't going to want you around them no more. But look what he say. Rebuke a wise, rebuke a wise man, and he'll love you. Good God Almighty. Other words, Dr. Coleman, if I come to you in love, if you err a little, and tell you about it. I ain't not try to shame you in front of the congregation. Tell you about it. You'll care more for me. Yeah, you'll care more for me. Y'all didn't know that, did you? You'll care more for me. But if I get you in this church and say, Willie, you ain't no good. I just don't like you. You low down, this, that, and other. That's going, that, I'm bearing a seed in that main heart. He can't forget it like that. He can pray. And in his midst of his prayer, that Satan's going to whisper in his ear. Ain't going to make him think about it. But if I treat him like a king, he's going to appreciate me more instead of me trying to cut him down and but lift him up. This is what it's all about. He, he that is without sin, that's all I'm saying. Cast the first stone. That's all I ask. But if you got a brother or sister that's not according to the will of God, go to them and tell them. And they don't hear you this time, Take somebody else with you. Go to them and talk to them. They don't want to hear them, take, bring them before the church. Bring them before the church. And the church is supposed to be Christian believers in Christ. They're supposed to know how to handle these situations. The Bible, Paul even tells us, say, don't take a brother or sister to the court of law. If, you, if you're a believer, that's right. If you're a believer, don't take them to the court of law. We got to iron that out ourselves. I heard my deacon this morning say this. He said, well, we all, oh, we put dying this out. If we can't iron it out, something wrong with us. Nothing come up, we can't iron out. 
And I thank God for a man of wisdom, understanding, and then he, he, he's very technical about things, and if we're, gonna, we're gonna follow the rule. If you get out the rule, then you done messed up. So my word today is judge not. Judge nobody. Help everybody. And watch how God bless us. There may be somebody right now ready to submit their life to Jesus. Maybe somebody to ready to come in fellowship or join the church. Maybe somebody already saved, but they need baptizing. And we're here to administer the ministry of Jesus to you even this day. I thank the Lord today for you, for his mercy, his peace, his love. I thank him for his endurance. How many people here can really say, God put over my mess a long time? I can. I ain't shamed. He put up with my mess a long time. And now that he had mercy upon me and he brought me out of thing, see, many of you today don't even know that Willie know it, Brother Ike know it. I used to have asthma so bad, if I walked to that door that I had to get down and get a pump to breathe. And I still ran behind that ball. And I guess the Lord said, I can't stop him from running behind the ball, so I better heal him. So with the hand of mercy came upon me, and God healed me. The God best of anything. He'll do the same for you right now. You come to him. Just come. Uh -huh. Whosoever will. Whosoever will, just come. He's ready for you. If he can straighten me out, he can straighten everybody else out. Sometimes He's able right now to do that too. I know he can. I have no doubt about God. He's willing. He's able. He's right now God. He's not for tomorrow. He's God today, y'all. I know someone. He's able. Who has everything. We'll have able. And that someone is my everything. We'll have you one. I am happy just to know I'm his child. It's just Jesus, His name is Jesus. He's the only he's one. He's the righteous. And he's ready right now all of us. He's just wants to come in compliance with his word. He's going to deliver us right now. The bright and morning star. Jesus, Jesus. His name is you call Jesus. Him. He hear you. And Just call him. You need something cured. You need to overcome something. Just call yeah. him. He'll do it. I'm happy just to know I'm his child. Yeah, I'm happy just to know I'm his child. Yes, I'm happy just to know I'm his child. We thank God for you today. Would you all stand, please? Let me say this, please. I want, to, I want everybody to hear me say this. 
You ever heard the old meter, I once was lost, now I'm found? I was blind, but now I see, right? You, you know that, you heard it, you, I, I know both of y'all, been knowing y'all all your life before you knew yourself. This is what I want to say to you. The road out here, it's not really hard, but it is you got to make a decision. That's what's hard, making a decision is the hard thing. The road not hard to walk on, it's the decisions you make. See, sometimes what we do in life, we hold on here. But we love Jesus now. We love him. We know he's out of everything. But it, and when we turn the news for a little while, then somebody come by. We grab it again. That's all it is. I want him to read a scripture to you, both of you, and then we're going to pray with you. Yes, Lord. Romans 6 says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized also into his death. And finally, therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Jesus Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the new life. My God, my God. Did you hear that scripture? Now, I didn't say that. That's straight out the Bible. See, don't continue in things that you know is not according to the will of God, right? That's what we're saying. I'm trying to make it easy. Whatever you know, you was raised right, you was too. Things that you know is not in the will of God, don't continue to do it. If you, if you can't stand, my sister-in-law always say this, if you can't stand the heat, stay out the kitchen. All these women today stay out the kitchen now. I don't cook no more, but listen to me good. <clears throat> Listen, it's, 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 it's very hard for me to try to do things by myself. But when I say, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, I don't care where it said, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, please, help me, Lord. Just say it till you start crying. That's called repentance. Just say it. Just say it to Lord, help me, help me, just till you, till you start crying. And once God breaks that spirit, then he'll walk in and take over. And that's what we're praying for today. Lord, to break that spirit of self and let the will of God manifest his own self. 